Welcome to the Legacy Speaker Show. I am your host, Jasmine Haley, and today's guest is Erin Newhart. Now, let me tell you, y'all, when it comes to speaking, we all need to get visible, but there is a way in which we can and do it well, and that is what Erin's specialty is. Erin Newhart is a visibility consultant, speaker, and teacher who is passionate about working with individuals who have a message to share with the world. She believes that any visibility tactic can work and that there are ideal ways for each of us to show up and be visible. She helps emerging world changers bend time to face their greatest limiting beliefs and move from being stuck and not being seen to showing up and owning their impact. She's here to shine a light so that others can see their greatness when they can't quite see it themselves. Erin's Soul Aligned Visibility Workshop helps attendees find their most aligned ways of being visible through the use of human design and the gene keys. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Jasmine. I, I just love you. And I'm I'm so excited to be here. But but you saying those words about me like just pumped me up this morning. I'm feeling really awesome. That's so it. thank you. <laughs> First of all, I already know you're the bomb.com, but when I, when, as I'm reading this, I'm like, man, she's so awesome. So awesome. I'm so glad that our paths have crossed. You're mm. one of the people that no matter when we talk, whether it be on Zoom or Clubhouse, Clubhouse days, when it, yeah. well, it still exists right now. Um, <laughs> we've always gelled really well. So it was just a no brainer that you should come on the show today to share your awesomeness. Thank you so much. And it's been such an honor and a pleasure to watch you like just blow up and change people's lives. Like you've always changed people's lives, but you are like, I don't know, you're amazing. So thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Well, one of the things that I know that is often a huge, huge block for speakers is just getting visible. So mm. I would just love to know, you know, what led you into the expertise that you do today? Sure. And why this is a critical part for all speakers to dismantle. Sure. I would uh so I feel so called to speak about visibility because I really truly believe that everyone has something that they can share that is true to them, their story, their passions, their their history that has the ability to impact and change other people's lives through the ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And you don't necessarily know when or how that's going to change things. But what I will say is that when I was working, um, I, I worked with a lot of speakers and a lot of them were not professional speakers. They were people who were, I saw something in them. And so I asked them to share their story in front of groups of people. And a lot of times it was like, Ooh, why me? Or, or what's so special about me? And so being able to sit there and say, look, this audience is going to resonate with your message because this is how you're going to impact them. This is how you're going to change them. Um, and this is why your story is so, so important. That, that has been something that I have always really appreciated being able to see the light in their eyes or, or change from the, the like why me to oh i guess i do have something to share right so those accidental um influencers i'll i'll say and and that is why i i know that there are so many people out there who have messages and stories to share and so many of us get stuck in our heads that 
we don't have um, enough expertise or we don't have the training or we, you know, we aren't professional speakers. And what I want to encourage everyone is that, no, you have the ability to impact, whether it be your PTO or your church group or, you know, whatever organizations you, you really um, resonate with there are places for you to share your message and to impact those people. So um, I find a lot of times it's it's not necessarily that, that people are reticent to share their message, but then that they don't know where to go to share it, right? And so when you have been um, on a stage or in front of people that are misaligned, that feels really uncomfortable and it might sway you from wanting to do it again versus if we can find the places where you are going to light up that stage and that that audience is going to just really like be all about you that is where the magic really happens so i hope does that help answer your question (laughs) it's so good it's so good in fact one of the things that you just stated is something that i often see people have an interest somewhat right or curiosity right there's a curiosity and they get to a place where like okay i'll go out there and speak but there's no intentionality with the topic that they choose or who they're speaking to and for the most part people don't understand and i personally believe this and maybe i'm just well this i know this is going to align with you i feel the work i do is so yes yes it's got to be on a soul dna microorganism level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that means that I have to make sure I take the time to dig deep. Yes. And understand what my story is, get clear on what that story is. What are the less everyone has lessons within their mm-hmm. own story. Everyone has a right to share that. But what gets us discouraged is we haven't done that inner work. We also haven't taken the time or created that white space in our life, right? To just pause for a second and get really intentional about what it is that we're sharing. So I would love to hear like more of your thoughts about that because that often gets us to a place where we get that one opportunity, like you just said, it doesn't go as we plan and we're like, oh, it's not meant for me. Yes, oh, uh, so good. So I always start from a place of intentionality, right? If you haven't taken the time to figure out why you want to do this or how you want to do this it's it really um it can feel just superficial right and and when you're doing something like sharing your story or your your life's work right our soul's work um you have to be so much more attuned to that it's not it's not just a you know, it's, it's not a transactional thing. It's a really transformational thing. You are infusing yourself into the space that you enter and the people who are in front of you. And you should take that seriously and allow yourself the space and the time to really marinate and, and have that, um, have that gel together so that it really works. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that, that, I hear a lot from from speakers that I work with specifically, but also other um, other types of creators is that um, my message is universal. It's meant for everyone. And and I would say, sure, you have a universal message. Maybe it's about, you know, your 
uh, charting your own path in your life or, or pivoting and changing directions. However, you are not going to resonate with every person. And so let's like, while yes, you might have a more universal message in your mind. I think that a lot of times um, people want to say it's universal so that they don't actually have to do the work of niching down and figuring out who they're actually going to resonate with and who their message is actually meant for. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, um, when you take that time, you're only going to appear on the stages that, that really are going to be the home runs for you. You're only going to appear in the places where they're your people and that those people will truly be open to receiving your message and will actually transform their lives by hearing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and, and it's something that, um, yeah, just a lot of people don't, don't want to do either. They don't, they're scared of doing the work or they're like, is it egoic for me to say these are the people that I actually, you know, should be speaking to? Um, there's a lot of different reasons, but when you actually start with chunk it down and say, okay, um, yeah, I have a universal message, but where was I five years ago? Or who was I, you know, like, who am I actually speaking to? And a lot of times it is us from, five years ago, or it's, you know, a sector of the market that, that you may have come from that you're like, I want to help people change their lives. And so let me go back to that sector and tell people how I changed my life. That's a great jumping off point. And then you can get more general from there. But starting with what you know, and who you know, is going to be way more impactful and is also going to exercise that muscle, strengthen that muscle of really knowing walking it into your body is what I call it. Like really, truly embodying that message and not it just being something that comes out of your mouth. It's like the conviction that's in you is so strong. Yeah. I love that. I call that the path of least resistance. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Right. Like let's not complicate things. Yes, Yes. Yes. And so I often say, start here. Start in the path of least resistance. If you speak about grass cutting, do not offer your topic to a trucker association. Okay. (laughs) But however, there is another side to that, that I would love to kind of explore too, because some of my clients, when I see that there's a little bit of fear of getting bolder with their pitches, Mm -hmm. I often will tell them, if your message can affect any human being, I want you to submit your topic everywhere. Yes. Everywhere. I don't care who it is, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, you're niching down. Yes, you need to be clear on which audience will be specific. But there's a part too where I push my clients to get used to exercising the muscle of getting visible and pitching. So I would love to know, like, what are some of your tips that you like to share for those who are a little hesitant? You know, niching down is great for some people because they like to stay small. And now I'm like, now's the time not to be small. Right. You have to make that jump. Yes. You have to make that jump. And I think too, that's right. For those of you, so I would say there, like, that's the opposite, right? So there are some people who are like, oh, my, my story is universal. I can talk to anyone. And I suggest to them, let's niche down and figure out where to start with you. And then you can gradually get more universal for those who 
have been staying small and in that niche and been doing the circuit in, in your specific area or arena, you got to get out. You, you have got to start to make that jump and really to start to make that leap. I worked with, um, a beautiful speaker who wanted to be paid more for speaking engagements. And she was like, I got a little bit of PR, but I haven't gotten the the leads for speaking. And I was like, how many people have you talked to about your speaking? How many people have you actually reached out to, to pitch yourself as a speaker for this specific audience? And she's like, well, I haven't really gone out and talked to anyone. And so I'm like, okay, you have an awareness month, right? Because her topic was around awareness, a specific awareness. And um, you have an awareness month coming up. We're going to pitch you to every single organization that you have a connect with, right? So um, it's really important to, you may not get all of those stages at once. And it's probably better that you don't get all of them at once, right? But at the same time, you have got to put yourself out there as somebody who has conviction in your message and is as somebody who can truly impact the audience. And one of the things that I, that I always suggest is when you're, when you're sending a brief, when you're, when you're responding to a call for proposals for speaking, um, especially at conferences and things like that, um, look at the audience that you would be speaking to pull out a few specific things that that resonate for that audience and really allow, make the case for um, the event planners so that they understand why you versus anyone else, yeah. right? And, and when you're just pitching yourself and you haven't really made that case or you haven't pulled in a few, doesn't have to be like overly complicated, but really just allow them to see how you translate to their audience and what impact you can make for that audience. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you just have to do it. Like you just, just share your message, go out and pitch yourself. Every day, every day, every day, every day, <laughs> twice a day, even, right. right? Like just go and do it. And, and you will get more comfortable Yes. with it. I, I'd like to just add Jasmine that one of the things is it's sometimes hard if you have attachment to the outcome. Yes. Right? And so that's yes. the other piece that I really talk about with clients is like, we're going to put you out in front of a lot of different people. We're going to have you like apply to a lot of different things. Not one of those is a silver bullet. Like not one of those is going to be the thing that launches you into the other, other stratosphere you just keep going. You have no attachment to it. Gosh, that would be nice if I were on that stage, but if not this year, probably next year, right? Like you just don't say this is the make or break for me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to don't decide on your speaking career based on whether you get in or you don't get into this one speaking event because that will demoralize you as well. And truly it, it may not come down to anything that has to do with your topic. It may just be that they need a different mix for that year. And so they want different topics or they see a stronger connect with a different topic. So I, there are so many facets that go into choosing speakers for events that I don't want anyone to get discouraged or feel like they've missed out if, if they don't get a specific stage. 
I love that. I love that so much. Uh, one of the things that I've uh, was recently saying in a challenge I was hosting was be prepared for the no. We have to be prepared for the no or the ghosting or the no response. 100%. 100%. What we have to be looking for is the yes. yes. One, one, not three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Right. You need one yes <clears throat> right. to go out there and share your message. And, and this is why I speak so heavily about being rooted in our worthiness because has nothing, the outcome of you pitching yourself has nothing to do with your God-given birthright to share your message. Mm. And uh, oftentimes we're waiting. Sometimes we're waiting. We're waiting so long. Why don't you create your own stage? That's right. That's you know? right. Until, yeah. until that opportunity comes. Sometimes it takes us putting out into the universe, right? Trusting ourselves, mm -hmm. showing that we're betting on ourselves, showing that we have faith and the abilities that we've been given yeah. for these opportunities or this abundance to flow to you. Sometimes 100%. we got to act. 100%. And, and so, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Yeah, I'm just, you know, that I'm really passionate about that because mm -hmm. I feel like there's so many people where one thing goes, doesn't go right, or they're not paid, or money isn't flowing into their business, or right. whatever it is, these false stories come up that really prevent us from helping set others free because we yes. let fear start taking the driver's seat in instances where things don't work out the way that we expected. And it's totally easy to let fear into the driver's seat. And mm -hmm. I don't know if any of your audience has read Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, but it's like the one, one of the ones that I go back to all of the time. Yes. It's like fear is not in the driver's seat. It is not, it does not get to navigate. It doesn't even get to change the channel station on the, you know, on the radio. Like you you are in complete control and fear is a really good motivator, but it can't define you, yes. right? It can't define you. And I love, um, first of all, I love the idea of creating your own stages. This, this summer, I actually created a workshop because I was, I was kind of work. I was workshopping my workshop to mm -hmm. really hone the voice and the tone and the things that I wanted for it to be able to take it and do it many more times, right? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes creating that own space for yourself mm -hmm. is magical because it allows you the, you know, the incubator to, mm -hmm. to tap into different pieces or see where people are, are resonating with you or see where they get lost. It's kind mm -hmm. of like being a stand-up comedian mm -hmm. and a stand-up comedian goes out on stage every night. Mm -hmm. The first night they go out on stage and they, they tell four jokes, mm -hmm. one lands and the three flops. So the next night they start with that one and then they have three new jokes and then two land. Right. So you get to, it's an, it's an evolution mm -hmm. of, of how you put yourself out there and, and where it goes. Um, I had something else that was, Oh, the, I love that you talk about, paid versus unpaid stages, because I think that there there's brilliance and on both places, but they, they really are for two different purposes. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I know you talk a lot about that. And I, I think that it's awesome that it's not just one or the other, mm -hmm. like there are different reasons for both. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And we can maximize both in our mm -hmm. businesses or brand and still be profitable. Yes. 
And I think that is, that's the part that burns me up when I see so many women and I see so many BIPOC identifying individuals mm -hmm. who haven't gotten to a place of sustainability through speaking. Mm -hmm. And it saddens me when I'm in places in organizations where I don't see many women and I don't see enough BIPOC individuals Correct. leveraging their expertise and their visibility through their expertise. Mm -hmm. And there needs to be a revolution. <laughs> That's right. We're calling for a revolution. There's, there, I, 100%. And I would say like 98% of the people that I work with are women. And I think that we, um, on so many different levels, no matter what your background is, um, we are taught not to speak up. We're taught to uh, be polite. We're taught not to accept compliments and like not to own who we are and what we have to bring to the table. Um, we we're expected to downplay everything. And I, I just, I so appreciate what you bring to the table, Jasmine, and how you empower so many people to share their voices. Like it, it, we need more people that are willing to say that person needs to share their voice or you can share your voice and, and let's get you there. Like let's yes. build you up. So you feel that strength behind you. Yes. Mm. This was such a fantastic episode. Oh, I adore you, Erin. Truly. I adore you too. <laughs> I'm so, uh, this is like the best, best day ever. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I just, I love everything that you do. I love everything that you represent. It's needed. We need you. And so please let the listeners know how they can find out more information. Yeah, I would love, um, you can visit my website, erinnewhart.com or, um, feel free to email me, Aaron at estudio, E-S-T-U-D-I-O dot events with an S. Um, either way, reach out. I'd love to hear from you individually and just hear, um, what you have to share, how your, your story is going. Um, and, and just for me to be able to light that, light that light and, and, and illuminate you and, and really, you know, excited, get you excited or, or cheerlead you on. So, um, and feel free to connect with me on social media as well. I, I love hearing from people and seeing new people. So. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, Erin. It is my pleasure, Jasmine. You are a rock star. So thank you so much. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Y'all, I don't know about you, but I'm fired up. That was such an amazing conversation. And there were so many things that was highlighted that we need to keep our focus in on as we are moving forward in our speaker journey. So if you found this valuable, I'm going to highly encourage you to go to your favorite podcast listening app and leave us a review. Let us know what was some key takeaways that you've taken. What do you appreciate about the episode that we shared. And if you're watching this on a video platform, leave your comments in the chat. This is going to allow individuals to hear more about the amazing work that our guests are doing, but most importantly, the amazing work that the Legacy Scaler Consulting Firm is doing as we help other professionals amplify their voice through the stage, get out there and shake it and make an impact in everything that they do. 
You can find out more about our consulting firm at jasminehaley.com and I'll see you at the next episode. Bye-bye.